on today's Court Vision blog, I have a very special guest, former Golden Gopher guard and NBA free agent, Akeem Springs. Amazing interview with Akeem. We talk about his basketball career and how he ended up at the University of Minnesota and his current NBA career. Let's go! Alright, today is Friday, August 2nd, and I have an amazing and great interview for you guys today with former Golden Gopher guard and NBA free agent Akeem Springs. Absolutely amazing interview with Akeem. Akeem talks about his basketball career from high school all the way to college. He talks about his recruiting, how he ended up at Northern Illinois University, and how he left Northern Illinois University. It was absolutely crazy. How he ended up at University of Milwaukee and his time playing it at University of Minnesota for Coach Patino. Talks about his Big Ten revenge tour and how he beat every Big Ten team, which is absolutely great. And he also talks about his NBA career and what he's doing outside the NBA now. Amazing interview with Akeem. This is going to be the whole episode. So here's Akeem Springs. All right, so today we welcome to the show Akeem Springs. He's a, a former Minnesota Golden Gophers guard, and he's an NBA free agent. Akeem, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, I really appreciate you being here. How's your summer going? Summer's going. It's going. It's going. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this is this is awesome. So uh, we're gonna get into your basketball career, and uh, we're gonna just ask you a few questions and see where. It, I appreciate it. So, um, so Kim, I want to ask you. My first question is: When was the first time you dunked? Do you remember that? I do remember I was in, well, dunk or dunk in a game? Because dunk, I mean. Uh, dunk in a game. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Because I was going to say, we were dunking on a little side rim all the time. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> um, but the first time I uh, remember um, dunking in a game was in eighth grade. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, we were in uh, Joy of the Game in Deerfield. It's uh, probably, I think, the um, the attack team has it in, um, in Illinois, but. We were at the Joy of the Game facility, and we were playing in, like, I think it was, like, a summer league kind of thing, and uh, it was a tip dunk I got in the game. My AAU coach was there, and, like, he was, like, a big moment. He was, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did you did you body anyone? I mean, it was down the lane. It was, like, a tip. You know, there's people around, um, uh, but it's, like, eighth grade. Like, you know, they don't box up. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm so jealous. I wish I could dunk. <laughs> uh. Ain't no must work if you want to dunk. Start working on it. Yeah, I know. I got to do a lot of squats. I got I got skinny legs. I got two thick legs. <laughs> yeah, I feel. Uh, so when you were in high school, when did you realize the game started to slow down for you and, like, realize that you were on a different level than uh, some of your competition? So um, that really started for me kind of early. Um, it started for me early, but I was balancing football and basketball. See, um I played two sports up until my junior year in high school, and I was good at both. Like, I started getting my first uh, – I think I got my first uh, basketball look, eighth grade. Um, Kentucky actually came to the football field to see me. Um, <laughs> um, so that was eighth grade. So the, the basketball team actually – uh, I forgot his name, whoever their uh, scout was that year. Um, he ended up being at Illinois. But he came to me. So I started getting recruited in basketball kind of early. That was, like, going into high school. So – after that, um, football was doing well for me. Like, I was uh, a, a sophomore on the varsity team. I threw for a crazy number of touchdowns and everything. So I was really going back and forth between both. So during basketball season, it takes a month to get into the, to, into the, like, to, you feel me, into a good rhythm because I played quarterback. And there was no shoot basketball <laughs> during football season. So, so through high school, I was going back and forth. Um, but I think my junior year, everything started slowing down, and my numbers took a big jump. Uh, my junior year, but I had time. That was, that was the first time I really had time to just spin in the gym, and I, I just got to work. Wow. So what was um? So what was your recruiting process like for basketball? Like, how did you make a decision on? I that started you went to NI Northern Illinois University. How was that decision made? Man, I I committed and decommitted to so many schools, uh, <laughs> and really for me it was um 
this is actually going to be a good story to lead in college also. But um, for me, on my decision, it was who loves me right away. I'll go there because my thing was I can make anybody win. That's what I and, – and, and not because of just me, but because I know how I make the guys work around me just because of how, like, how I am. And uh, um, and I was, was like – I was going to college. Like, I mean, I visited Wisconsin. Um, like, as a sophomore, I visited Wisconsin. I was like, sitting with Bo Ryan for 2 in the morning talking, you know. Um, I went to Northwestern's elite camp. You feel me? And that was an in-state school for me. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, like, like these guys should offer me. I feel like I'm a typical Big Ten kid, big guard, you know, can shoot the ball. I'm like, I, I play in the post. Like, you know, I do it all, you know. I'm like typical Big Ten guard. So I feel like those guys should have gotten me early. But they are kind of they're kind of dragging their feet. So I'm like, man, whatever. I'm like, I'm like, I'll go wherever. So the first school I should commit to, my and it was my sophomore year, and people thought I was crazy. I was like, man, I'll go to Tennessee State. And they're like, what? They're like, why would you commit so early to Tennessee State? I'm like, man, I'll go anywhere and win. It's like, man, it's not about just me. Like, it ain't about the name. Like, give me a good team. Give me some guys that's going to work. We can go win anywhere. So it was Tennessee State first. Decommit from Tennessee State. I think I verbal to UIC. But it, I didn't just decommit, though. It was like something happened. And and I ended up decommitting a Okay, so that was sophomore year. Then I committed to UIC, okay. Then, like, big schools started coming around, you know, because especially my junior year, um, after that after that high school season, the, going into summer, I killed. I had Virginia Tech. I had Stanford because my grades were always good. And that's the other part of it. I had Ivy League schools, too, because I had a 4.3 in high school, I think. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so I had Yale. I had Princeton. I had Penn. I had Holy Cross, some of the Patriot League schools. Um, so I had that route. I actually took a visit to Yale and I actually thought Yale was going to be a school I wanted to go to. Um, so I took a visit to Yale and Yale was wow for me and for and like in my community because Yale made a visit to my, to my high school. Now, Waukegan is north of Chicago. When you go through Waukegan, you understand you're not in the suburbs. <laughs> you're not in the suburbs. Like we, we walk through metal detectors to get to school. So... <laughs> to be in there for Yale to be in there everybody's like yeah that's kind of a big deal so um so I had so I had so many offers I had I had a bunch of offers but the ones that I wanted or like felt like I should have because I played against the guys y'all said good, good. I'm killing them why y'all not offering why y'all not offering me like and and as they got and as they continued to like quote unquote like call me and it's like man all right look if y'all love me i like man i can go anywhere but if y'all acting like y'all don't love me i just go somewhere else <laughs> so that was my recruiting process it was a bunch of that wow that's a lot so you were like you had some cream of the crop schools a lot of big name schools and that wanted you and and how did so you settled on northern illinois on how did you end up with them it's funny because uh fred van vliet um the first time i even considered going there was Fred, me and Fred used to play against each other in high school. He went to Rock, and I don't, I don't know how like, that rivalry started, but Joaquin used to play Rock. So me and Fred grew up playing against each other. I was, I remember we were at a camp. I remember and me kind of the same. So if you go look at the Illinois rankings, you'll see me and Fred kind of like, um, like we're there, but the guys that are above us don't play anymore. Um, oh, we're um, <laughs> exactly. So it's like you feel me. So like, but they, and they didn't really give us our respect. But but, um, but we met at Illinois camp because they offered him. Like I think Fred only had one offer, but Northern Illinois is one of the guys that are like we are. They like they're kind of offering him, and then they uh, they had me also. So that's how I even started thinking about it. But Fred ended up doing his thing, and I was like, man, I go there because Abdul Nader was there. Abdul Nader's um, an Illinois guy. And I'm like, okay, I know Abdul. You know, he which is which isn't too far from me. Um, a player, Daryl Bowie, who played AAU with me. He's from uh, Milwaukee. He ended up playing on Iowa State. Uh, he he was uh, he was going to Northern also. Uh, who else? Who else? I think those are the only two. Yeah, those are the got two guys I knew going into Northern. So I was like, man, I just go to Northern Illinois. It's in state school. You know, it's not too far from my parents. I'm like, man. King, you said you can win anywhere, so go in there. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's that's awesome. So you knew Fred Van – so you played basketball. You grew up playing basketball with Fred Van Fleet. That's awesome, and that's a great – like, that you made a decision to play with guys that you know. Yeah, no. So, I mean, it was just – I was just ready. By the time it hit my senior year, 
I was ready to be done with high school because <laughs> because I was always kind of focused on my sports thing. Like I was one of those kids that went out a lot. Like um, like I lived around everything, but it was like. And everybody knew me. Like, I, I would come out sometimes, but I was just in the gym. So it's like I, I was working whatever. If it was football, I was working on football or whatever. Um, so for me, it was like I just want to – I got tired. I'm like, hey, Dad, look, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of being – I'm tired of all these guys saying the same thing. You feel me? Like, let's just pick a school and go there. and we just gonna... So, yeah, that's kind of what it was. That's, that's, uh, that's awesome. So you end up choosing NIU. You played there for a year. You uh, played about 18 nope. games. Nope. I'm out of college now. Now I can tell the real story. Oh, All right, really? so this is what happened. Oh, um, Yeah, me. so I played in Northern for a little bit. Uh, um, and then I ended up transferring. Uh, I think I transferred. It wasn't a semester or anything. I transferred, like, after a game. I think we had a game Wednesday night. And I ended up in – so this is the story about Northern Illinois. I went to Northern Illinois, got it. Um, the first, so I was, so for my team, the first, after, I don't, I forgot how many games it was, but for the first, like, few games, I was the team's leading scorer. Like, and I'm coming in as a true freshman, and, you know, like, I don't want to win. <laughs> we weren't winning a lot, but, you know, the season was still young. It's my freshman year. So, they end up, like, not playing, and, like, I remember one game game like I, I had did nothing wrong like I had been like regular rotation guy like you know like I'm getting my minutes and then one game the coach just said oh yeah I forgot him. I'm I'm like huh whoa yeah and and I'm like because at the end of the day you gotta understand I knew I was big 10 caliber player always so it's like so when I'm at Northern Illinois it's like first of all it's like not, not cocky because I say I know I'm big team because I saw what they did and I worked on exactly that. <laughs> like I so, so that's why when I got to the Big Ten, I had to adjust to the system, but I didn't have to adjust to the Big Ten because I've been playing big big ten basketball since high school. So it's like, but but I'm at New I'm like, first of all, like I'm humble. I work hard. I can play. I've, I've been the lead scorer. Get to a game, you forgot about me. I think that was a Wednesday night game. I went to classes on Thursday. Um, <laughs> I was in Mississippi. I rolled in a school, and uh, I went to a school in Mississippi Valley State for a semester. And it had been in Mississippi. No, no one knew where I was. I just, I'm like, man, because I, I had a pro mentality early, and I knew that wasn't good for me to, to be sitting on the bench on a team that's not good. And it's like I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I guess he was trying to like teach me a lesson. But what's the lesson? I'm a good team player. My teammates love me. <laughs> Like, how do you forget about me? And then Sam, how how can you be a college coach and forget about like one of your best players? <laughs> I had a um so so let's uh we're gonna transition to my next school. Um, so after I did that, I went to Milwaukee. Okay, so this is how Milwaukee happened. So Milwaukee started recruiting me late um late in the process when I was coming out of high school. Um, we Northern Illinois played Milwaukee. Now when we played Milwaukee, that was my first game. I started and off the bench I had 21 <laughs> I had 21 versus Milwaukee but we subbed based on minutes right and and I was rolling like the, so at the end of the game we ended up losing in overtime but the coaches Chad Boudreaux he ended up being one of my favorite coaches um uh, when I got to Milwaukee but um uh, I take that back I don't have a favorite coach they're all good <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut that part out. Yeah, I'll, we'll cut that. We'll cut that. <laughs> so, at the end of the game versus Northern Illinois, uh, I mean, versus Milwaukee, when I played for Northern Illinois, Chad Boudreau comes up and he's like, Man, I'm happy they kept taking you out. I thought you was going to go 30. And, uh, and I, he just made me smile because I was upset. I'm like, Why aren't you starting me? So, it's like, Man, that was like my anger coming out. So then. After I went to Mississippi Valley, I just trained down there. That's actually where my mother's from. My mother's from uh, Greenwood, Mississippi. So that's kind of how that transition happened. I was like, Mom, I'm out of here. I got to go to another school. I don't need to miss a semester of classes. So we got that We got that done. Thanks to people at Mississippi Valley. Their staff. They did a great job of getting me in <laughs> because it was kind of late. Um, but they did a great job of getting me in. So they worked with me, too. So that was I can't thank them enough. But after that, we went to Milwaukee. Okay. All right. <laughs> So you went to Milwaukee. Wow, that's first of all a crazy story because that's 
uh, that's crazy that your coach didn't even said he forgot about you. I don't think I've ever heard of a uh, like a college level coach being like, I forgot about. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, my bad, Kim. I forgot about you. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have left right there. <laughs> but this is the thing. He he put in. And I I don't say this as I'm better than a walk on. I say this as I was the leading scorer, and you you say you forgot about me, but you put a walk in. On, on court in front of me and it's like you trying to teach me a lesson so I, I left yeah that's that's <laughs> that i don't blame you yeah no that's that's ridiculous that's <laughs> i'm like i'm shocked when you just told me that so i'm glad you told me the real story because that's that's nuts uh, <laughs> uh that's, i think they won five games a year really <laughs> yeah they should have <laughs> uh, so you played at milwaukee so you played there for two years and you graduated there correct is that yeah, correct sure. Yeah, so I played there two years and then graduated. How was it playing in the Horizon League? Like, what was it like? What was the competition like? Great guards. Really? Horizon a great guard league. At least when I was there. Cause you, and if you look at it, you look at the guards that came there. Kendrick Nunn just came from there. Kay Felder came from there. Norris Cole came from there. Bryn Forbes went to uh, State was in the horizon <laughs> so the uh, uh alfonso mckinney was in the horizon so like the like the horizon is a tough league keeper sykes it's like a ton of a ton of names are in the horizon so the horizon was a great league for me and um being at milwaukee uh it actually was a, a super good thing for me because we ran a swing golfing so we can't we can't we ran wisconsin dolphins um coach bo ryan on his staff uh, was my head coach at Milwaukee was um, Rob Jeter for a while. So Rob Jeter, we, we ran the same things that uh, Wisconsin ran, and I got to post there. So that's why, like that was oh, awesome. for my career. Milwaukee was great. Um, we 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 built we did really we did pretty good there. We we had some good years. Like when I was at Milwaukee, we beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin. I beat I beat Minnesota, and this this is getting to my story about I beat every team in the Big Ten. Um, I beat Wisconsin, um, <laughs> but I think, I think Coach Bo got fired after that. We can cut that out, but that's what, <laughs> that is, and, and it was like, but it was the Big Ten. It was a redemption tour. Every time I played a Big Ten team, it's like, oh man, I told y'all I was Big Ten. I told y'all, and so like, man, Wisconsin um, at at the Cold Center that was amazing. Um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, I beat Minnesota. I, I beat Minnesota one year. That was my junior year. We beat Minnesota, or yeah, the year I graduated from there, we beat Minnesota. Wow. So I'm like, so you, so you dominated the Big Ten. And when you beat Minnesota, was that what made you go? Like, did they recruit you heavily after that? <laughs> exactly. See, so you see, you see the teams that got me were the teams that I played well against. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they see you play, and they're like, we got to have this guy. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 I think that's just from. I was never the kid that was chasing all like the fame and stuff like that. It's like, look, I'm like, that's how I felt. Somebody told me, it's like, King, if you're good enough, they're going to find you. I believe that. So I'm like, I'm just work. I'm in front of me. I'm killing. Like, you feel me? I'm going, I'm going to dominate each, each person that you guys. So I feel like after I do that, come on. Like, like, you know what it is now. So that was, that's how I was. So for the big 10, Michigan State and it, go ahead. We got we got a good story ahead of us, so let's keep going. All right. Well, no, you can keep going, man. This is awesome. I'm like, I'll let you go all day because uh, I was gonna say, what it was, what was it like playing for like a mate, a Big Ten, like the major conference? Like, what was it like playing against? Like, um, I know you dominated Maryland. I I read your stats. I know you dominated Maryland. Um, mm-hmm. What was what was it like going against like teams like a Maryland, a Michigan State, a Michigan? Having those big crowds, the rivalries, what did it feel like to be a part of that? I mean, it was it was amazing, you know. And and the Gopher fans are <laughs> the Gopher fans are are amazing. And it, it, you you hear the stories about the Big Ten, you know, playing like my court is like the the Gopher court that raised yeah court at the barn like like it's history like man like you see you hear it. And you hear about it, but you never know what it is until you play in it. And it's just amazing. Every every night in the Big Ten, you know you got your hands full. It don't matter what the team is, what you what they say, oh, they the bottom of the conference. Okay, we'll see. Because they're going to have a few guys on there 
just could go get thirty. <laughs> they got they got one or two guys that can get thirty any night. So you got you know you got to stick to you got to stick to the game plan. It was great for me. It was a great transition from uh, from Milwaukee to get me ready for the NBA because at Minnesota because I came in late. I had to when I left Milwaukee. <laughs> When I left Milwaukee, I still had to take classes in the summer to, uh, to be able to uh, to be able to graduate. Because yeah. um, so I was taking classes all summer, so I didn't get on campus until September. So the team was practicing. I got to campus in September, um, and I had to like come along. So I'm learning as we're going. You feel me? But I was I had a short learning curve. So <laughs> wow. I just had I had to find something new. No one else is doing. I just start. If you my stats from Wisconsin, Milwaukee to my stats at uh, I mean to my um my highlights at, at Minnesota, you see at Minnesota, coach just told me this. He's like, Keem, if you're confident, shoot. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, y'all have to tell me too many times. <laughs> uh, he's like, if you're confident, shoot it. So I started shooting. I think the first the first time, like they knew I could shoot like in practice and drill and stuff, but we had like our close scrimmage uh, versus DePaul. The Paul was the first in the game for me because that was a, that was an in state school. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so that was an in state school. So that was a person. Even though it was a close scrimmage, I'm like, no, y'all is in state. Y'all should have had me. Y'all should have been banging on my door. I felt like so. I had seven threes in that game, um, and that was the first time they were like, "Okay, Keem can shoot. <laughs> Keem can shoot." <laughs> so I was like, this, "He's we got a shooter, guys." So, um, so it was fun, man. It was, uh, and it got me ready because what I, I see going going into uh, my journey as becoming an NBA NBA player is that's what I'm going to have to do sometimes. I'm going to have to be able to play the ball. Granted, I've been letting everybody know like I play the point guard, but if you put me off the ball, and that's what I love Minnesota for, it's like, listen, yes, I can dominate the ball for you, but if you decide that you want somebody that you just put over here, look what I do when I do that. <laughs> I do that, you feel me? So Minnesota was great for me. Coach P, he gave me the confidence. Like he said, look, if you confident, shoot. He would sub for me for not shooting transition threes. Really? Uh, the Indiana game. Gopher fans love to bug me about the Indiana game. They're like, that's our favorite game. I'm like, guys, that's one of my least favorite games. I did hit the game winner, but I was one for twelve before then. Oh. <laughs> one for 12 and and so the first but they were good shots but this is how it started and i remember this game this is how it started we came down and we ran a set play that gets me a three good shot good release okay just off nobody got mad the team's like okay we thought Kim would make that you know like no one like not a head went down it was normal boom okay the next play i got a kick out three okay or no, no, no. next play i Boom. Then I got a kick out. Okay. 0 for 3. That's how it started. So first half I think I was 0 for 8. But this 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 is why at 0 for 5, I started hesitating a little bit. (laughs) And Coach Fools, you know, and and that's what I felt. I'm like, man, you know what? I'm like, look, King, coach, you know I love to shoot, but it's not going in at the moment. So, so like, 0 for 5, I have a transition 3, and I'm about to shoot it, and I'm like, okay, can you, like, and I pass it off. He's like, you hurt our team when you don't shoot. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, shoot the ball. He's like, shoot the ball. Everyone expects you to shoot that shot. I'm like, I'm like, oh, now you know confidence. You know that about if I shoot one, it'll be like, look, man, I don't want my team to be out here thinking like, oh, no, you know, I'm like, I'd rather pass a couple up. Let me get one in rhythm. <laughs> so he subbed for me. They put me back in, and I kept shooting. But yeah, it paid off. I think I hit one shot late in the second half, and, t- and then I hit the game winner, um, which was crazy. But but that's how that's it. That's my story. I tell when I talk when I talk about Coach P. When players ask me like, what kind of coach is he? I always tell that story because. That's the story that really like speak. That that's the story that tells how he is as a coach. He's a player's coach. If you're confident, if you show him he can do, if you can do something, look, you have the freedom to do it. I'm gonna be mad when you don't. <laughs> kind that's of thing. Awesome. So that's how. It, no, it's, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. That's that does that must does that do wonders for your game having a coach like that where it's just like you can do it, like as long as you like I'll let you shoot do whatever you gotta do because. So, 
if you show him, and that's how it was. If you didn't do it in practice and you just started doing it in the game, he's like, you never practice this. He's like, what is this? <laughs> he's like, he stopped and feeling like, what is this? Who's, he's, like, he's talking to the coach. He's like, who showed him this? <laughs> but but if, if you showed him you could do it, man, he had all the confidence in you as long as you were confident in it. Um, so yeah, that was, it does wonders for your players. And that's why if you hear, if you hear the players, um, the guards that were successful for him, like Nate Mason or any of the guys he had, um, they'll tell you that about him. Like, man, if once you show him, you can go keep going because that's what he's going to expect for you. And he's going to give you the freedom to do it. That's, that's important though. That's, that's a great, that's a sign of a great college coach. Like you said, that if you have that confidence and stunt installed in you as a player, it makes you, gives you all the world to do what you want to do. Absolutely. Uh, what was your favorite game at, in the, um, to play like, or favorite rivalry against a big team, big 10 school? I don't, I don't pick favorites. Um, and that's why I, I didn't. Okay. But I try not to pick favorites because I got so much out of each one of them. Yeah. And 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 I could I could say I like playing Wisconsin, right? Because they were that's the border school to Illinois, you know? Like so Yeah. First of all, everyone dislikes Wisconsin. Like I think like if you're a basketball <laughs> fan, if you're not in Wisconsin, you don't like Wisconsin. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> Like, like, like Minnesota doesn't like Iowa, but it's like, okay, you're not Wisconsin. (laughs) You know, so, um, so I I can say Wisconsin, but I beat Wisconsin and it's like every game I got something out of it. I love playing against against Izzo, you know, um, filling the fans at at Michigan State. Like, that's amazing. Um, Maryland is a great crowd. I love I love Maryland's crowd. Um, I killed Maryland, so you know <laughs> that's always yeah. a fun game. Um, but I, I mean, the Big Ten is the Big Ten is legendary, so I, I can't really say I had like a favorite rivalry. I liked I liked playing against guys who was who was trying to who was trying to who was trying to make me better for real. Because I was a defensive player, and I took a, I took a personal if somebody scored on me. Like it, I took a personal that I got scored on. Um, and and I if I got scored on though I would usually have my best games because like first of all I got to get this back but I need my pluses to be better I like no you can I need to win this competition so I took all those personally. That's good. That's that's really good. I mean that's that's a really good answer and especially yeah if you uh, if someone scores on you you just want to you just want to beat your beat your competitor big time. Yeah, so I got I gotta get the bucket back in the flow. Like I I, I don't try to force it, but it's like, okay, I know I have to get one um, to make this even, and you can't score anymore today. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. I like that. I like the attitude. I wish you uh, played for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so let me come talk to your team. I, I guarantee they'll play different after. <laughs> would you really come down and talk to our team? Oh, for sure. I mean, wherever I don't know where you are. Um, um I live in uh, Rhode Island. Okay, um, Rhode Island, eh, I'll be, uh, it's tough. If it happens. Yes. If it happens, yeah. If it happens. All right, I have a few more questions for you, and then, I mean, you can keep talking. I'm, like, honestly, I'm enjoying this so much. Like, I, like, you could just tell me, at, like, any Big Ten game, any game, like, mm-hmm. like the conference. So- I, got a few. I got a few that, I won't say I have a favorite Big Ten game, but I have a few that stand out more than others. The Indiana game, of course, because I had a game winner. Yeah. Um, the Northwestern game because I beat them on their court. Me and my pops, me and my pops were the two that was like really like he was the one that was took care of my recruiting. So and to go back to Northwestern after I went to their elite camp and they didn't offer me to beat them on their court, that was a big one for me. Wow. University of Illinois, that was another big one for me. I had a really good game versus University of Illinois. I hit some huge shots. Um, and one of my high school teammates, uh, Jeremy Richmond, he was a McDonald's All-American. Um, he went to Illinois, and he didn't have the best time there. And uh, and before I went to Minnesota that summer, Illinois called me, but they're like, "Yeah, man, uh, we'll call you back. Uh, we're taking care of some stuff." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and so that game was a big win for me. Um, just the, the games I got the most out of were the ones that meant more. So in-state schools. Um, Wisconsin. I had I had a good game at home versus Wisconsin. I had some huge shots, like sending in overtime and things like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
it was a great journey though. It was a fun year because we started off great. We're twelve and one non-conference. Then we hit this uh, we hit this bump in conference where we lost five straight. And, and um, me and Nate, me and Nate, me and the captains. I remember Nate Mason being being re- really vocal in this, but we brought the team together, and we basically said, "Like guys, let's change our focus because at the end of the day, we're playing against." other college kids they have the same kind of schedule so what are we doing that's making them be able to say they're better college kids than us and we all sat there and reflected on that and i'm like man look everything that's not important is gonna wait till after the season my the team the team locked in it was a change we went on a a little a good little streak um we're ranked top twenty-five, you know. Uh, I remember that. I do remember watching you guys play. Like how that streak that you guys went on. Was, yeah, I was it pretty. Was fun. Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun time. How was it? So, what was like? I know you had a tough, unfortunate injury against um, Michigan State, but you were have you were a key contributor to that team. Like that, how that? I mean, like that must have been tough to have to sit out the NCAA tournament. So. um <clears throat> Uh, I left Milwaukee because one, they fired my head coach. Yeah, my head coach had just came off. Of, this is a mid-major team. He had just come off a season where he won twenty, I think, two games. We beat Minnesota that year. We beat Wisconsin that year. We, uh, I think, we lost by eight to Notre Dame. Um, uh, and these are all. I mean, Minnesota wasn't that year, but uh, Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteen teams. They end up finishing like that, so we're playing. So we're we're being good teams. We're playing well, and we had we won twenty games, and she didn't let us play any postseason. And wow. that I'm like, man, I'm like, first the the pro scouts can get out during tournament time. Yeah, that's like the time that they're out looking at stuff. So I'm like, listen, you're not you don't understand. Because you're mad at coach, you're taking away opportunities from all the players. Like th- this is the time that pro scouts are out. Like they they pick their heads in in big in big gyms. I mean, in, in the big name guys arenas, but they're not just at every game. I'm like, but tournament time, there's more scouts out. So yeah, yeah. We, we all felt kind of cheated. So and then they fired my coach. So I'm like, okay, yeah. So that's why I left there. She didn't let me play in any tournament. And I was chasing the NCAA tournament. That was my whole thing. Like, I think I wrote a big thing that um, I tried to submit to the um, Players Tribune about just chasing the NCAA and telling them about how, all my different injuries. And and, and it, I'll send it to you if you want. Uh, it's old. I don't know if I edited it right. But <laughs> I'll definitely send it to you if you yeah, want. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah. Um, I'll, give, I'll give you my email after this. All right, cool. So so I was chasing it. I was chasing the tournament. I was chasing the big dance. Um so I I left and when I when I got to Minnesota I said that I was like I, I'm going we're going to go to the tournament now this, Minnesota had won eight games before I got there the year before I got there they won eight games so I'm coming in like we're going to the tournament <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like we're going to the tournament and I was like and I was like I want to go play in Milwaukee because I've been not like revenge but it's like I have to show you guys what I was saying. And yeah, you know what I mean, it's like okay. So for me, like I'm like we're going to Milwaukee, and so to get hurt right before that, knowing that like yeah, I was a key contributor. I, I made the most threes on the team, you yeah. know. And I and I was the I was the vocal leader. I was because I'm I'm the quarterback. Like I said, I, I grew up playing quarterback. That never left me. And and all my teammates know I'm always the quarterback. So that's why that's kind of cool. And I'm a point guard because I've been the quarterback. Um, <laughs> I've been the quarterback. And to to get hurt, and that was actually my birthday that I got hurt also. Oh no, that's even, that even makes it more. Yeah. You know, like it was. A, and I remember when I got hurt, knowing that I was going to the tournament. Coach P knew I wanted to go to the tournament, and 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 that was a struggle during the year because I would like I I was take I was getting my masters. Like my grades were never bad, but I I had already graduated, so I had the whole college thing down. Yeah. Um, so there were some classes that I wasn't going to, and, and and you know how it is when you're in college. They're checking your classes and stuff like that. But I'm like, listen, coach, check my grades. I like I, I finished like 3.0 and everything. I'm like, check my grades. If my grades are okay, 
I'm going to the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to the gym, coach. You, you, coach, we together for a year. You, I told, and we had a conversation like that. I was like, coach, we got a little bit of time together. I'm telling you, you're not gonna have to worry about your, my my GPA. Now, if I am I going to each class after I already got a degree? No, this is a basketball move, coach. I'm like, this is a basketball move. I still had, I still got all my grades. My teachers loved me. Like, I it wasn't, it wasn't that I was a bad student. Like, I, I've always been a good student. It was like I'm here for this much time. My priority is basketball. You're gonna make the best of it while you're there. Exactly. So I can, and I, I always knew I can get a degree at any time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that was kind of hard because um, I had I worked so hard. I worked so hard. Even like over the summer, I was by myself. Like I was, I was in Chicago. I was training, but I was taking four classes, and and I'm just training by myself. Like I wasn't with the team, and so I got there. I didn't start at first. Like coach knew that killed me, and he's like, I'm like, come on, coach. Like we're not doing this again. Like, I'm like, and so it's, it's just like, come on, coach. So I, but he ended up starting me like they, like once, once I got into a rhythm, like he ended up starting me and it, it showed like that I was supposed to be there. So we won. I played well. I'm, I'm, I'm excited today. This is my first, this is the first um time playing in a big 10 tournament for me. So I'm excited. This is the first game we played in when I got hurt. It's my birthday. First game, Big Ten tournament. We're beating Michigan State. It's like three minutes left. I see my sub at the table. The pre-McBrayers coming in. Oh, no. And I'm chasing uh, Matt McQuaid. I know he's a shooter. Uh, so I'm chasing him. I'm like, Bakeem, oh, you're good, bud. Like, one stop and you're out the game. Like, you're really <laughs> good. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I'm chasing him. Miles Bridges. His hip, it's a legal screen. He deserves a tech, but anyway, um, <laughs> but but I just felt it and it sounded like a gunshot. And I remember it, it was like I, it sounds so loud. And if you look at like Kobe's injury or any guys who had a uh, Achilles, like even KD, they always look back because it feels like someone steps on the back of your foot. Like, like if you go go watch him, I, I want you to I want you to see that. The two things that I noticed about Achilles injury, they always look backwards. Like when Kobe fell, he looked back when he was falling to the ground. When I fell, I looked back. When KD fell, he, he you look back at something and then you grab your calf muscle. That's that's what I know for an Achilles injury. Um, so when it happened, I'm laying on the floor, but I was out of it. Like I I didn't come. It didn't come to me right away. I'm just out of it. Like my, my, they come over there. I analyze both of them. So I know something wrong. So I sit down, my trainer comes over. They're like, Keem, what's wrong? I'm like, just, can we get to the back? I just want to finish watching the game. So I wanted the team to win. Yeah. Um, and Michigan state was the last team on my list to beat. So I needed Michigan state. <laughs> so, so I needed that win. I'm like, okay, listen, man, my legacy is, is on this. <laughs> <laughs> to the back we'll deal with the injury later so uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I get to the back whatever I wasn't phased by it though I remember after I got hurt like I go back uh, everyone's crying my brother was there he was he was crying my mother was there she cried like little fans came up they broke my heart they're crying I'm like come on guys like don't do that to me like the little fans coming up like they're writing me cards and stuff like I'll tell you the GoFo fans are, are wonderful yeah. They're, they're like and they found me in a hotel after that when I got back from the hospital, um, and it was a big crowd there for me. And they're like, they're like, I can't. We cannot thank you enough. <laughs> they're like, we yeah. cannot like for for what you meant to this team this season. They're like, man, and so it was great. It was great. It was great. Even though I got hurt, it was a great experience. That's why I'm excited to go to DC tomorrow because it's like I'm going back. It's my first time going back to DC since I've been hurt. Cause so it's like kind of full circle for me, right? Yeah, um, yeah. um. So now I'm going back, but I remember my coach asking me one day, and this is like a big, a key part to my story. After I got hurt, my coach, my coach, um, Coach P, it, I think they were walking to their next game, and I had like the biggest smile. I was getting ready for the team, you know, for the team to play. He's like, "Keem, why are you okay?" <laughs> and I, I didn't understand what he was asking me at the time. I'm like, "What you mean, Coach? That like, you know." And he just didn't say anything. He's like, all right. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, all right. And he just walked off. But he's like, Kim, how are you okay right now? Like, 
I, he knew how hard I had worked for that. He knew how hard I had worked for that. But I don't think what he understood, and even what I understood at the time, is like, yeah, I had worked hard for that because I thought when it, winning the Big Ten tournament was on my back in my head. I'm like, man, so like it was kind of like it was kind of like coach, like one, I'm okay because I really don't understand that I'm hurt. <laughs> you know? And two, you see me smiling because I'm not in locked in mode no more as I was. Because before, it's like, no, nah, I'm not smiling no whole lot. Man, like my teammates know I love them and I always had a good energy, but it wasn't a whole lot of joking game time. Like, like once it tipped, they know like, man, hey, get in the stance on defense. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Help song, help song. Like, that's who I am. Um, so, but the reason that I made it through everything, like, so I've been injured so many times and I didn't, I didn't go into details about, about my injuries, but I always got injured at the top of my career. And in high school, when I had all my offers my junior year, I, um, I separated my shoulder at an AAU game or like during the AAU tournament. I mean, I'm killing. We, I'm killing. We, I just got Virginia Tech called. My uncle was one of the AAU coaches. Like Virginia Tech just called. He said, uh, he said Stanford just called. Like after my first game, because I think I had 30 when I first got to nationals. Everybody called. I ended up getting hurt right then. So that set me that set that set me back with a few schools because I kept playing. I'm like, this is my last AAU season, and I was always the type to think, man, King. People know you playing through injury, like they'll understand. But I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't understand the fact that they don't, they don't give you credit for that. They just give you credit for what you do. Yeah. And now, yeah. yeah. So that was the first time I learned that lesson. I learned it a few times. So that was the first time. Um, so I, I didn't get that injury fixed. So I tore my leg room. I didn't get that injury fixed till after my freshman year in college. Um, when I got to Minnesota, that that tran- I mean to uh, Milwaukee, that transfer year, uh, one of the first practices, and I had been so used to it. After one of the first, pra- one of the few practices, my shoulder popped out in practice. So I would run and hide behind something and pop it back in, so nobody saw it. But my trainer caught me. <laughs> <laughs> my trainer called me. He's like, "Nah, buddy." He's like, "We're going to get that looked at." <laughs> He's like, "We're going to get that looked at." The so I play. So I had been playing since the junior. So my senior year, and people always ask me, "Like, Keem, how did how, yeah, my numbers drop my senior? I was twenty-two my junior year, and my senior year I was sixteen. Wow. And they're like, "Keem, how did the numbers drop?" I'm like, "I didn't have a left hand." <laughs> it's like, it's like, so. I didn't have a left hand there at Northern Illinois. I was the leading scorer and everything. I did not have a left hand. Because um, it will pop up. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so impressive not to have a left hand and still average 16. I, I'm, I'm so excited to uh, be able to share this because now when people see my numbers, I'm like, first of all, yeah, I, I only had 1,000 points. I only played three years. And the first year um, – the first year, I only played like 16 or so games. I'm like, so, and I didn't have a left hand that year. I'm like, so listen, man, I get it. I thought y'all would give me credit for playing hurt, though. <laughs> so, so that was one. So I had Northern, okay, I left there, got the surgery at Milwaukee, came back. Okay, this is my first season at Milwaukee. First season at Milwaukee, uh, we come out, we're playing Auburn on national TV. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, it's another school. Because I, it, it, it turned into not just the Big Ten. It's the whoever y'all say at big school, I'm trying to kill them. Like, so Auburn on ESPN, first game, they brought us there, like, to welcome us there all. Oh, they got they had their hands full. Uh, I think this was Bruce Pearl first game when he got there. They had their hands full with us. <laughs> <laughs> I had 21 that game. I mean, I did everything that game. Um, broke my shooting hand. One of the guys – one of the guys – came down like he tried he like he intentionally fouled me at the end of the game um when I was going up and I didn't know it at the time but I broke my shooting hand um so I and I was trying to play through it like my coach I'm like coach like look y'all y'all know I love to play I don't think I can go and what they told me was like King you do more for the team than just score so so I sucked it up and I didn't know it was broke at the time because I think we just went and got like a little x-ray and we couldn't see it on the x-ray. Um, so I kept playing. But this is my shooting hand. So it's like it's to the point where I can't catch the ball. And and I remember after uh, we played DePaul, and I remember my coaches, you know how we go in for half, 
I, I had to use the restroom. So yeah. I heard them. I think they thought our players went out and they're like, he's just soft. He can't finish. And they were talking about me. And I'm like, I walk out and I'm like, okay, and I'm upset. So I go get a second opinion. So we find out that I have been playing with a broke hand for a month. And I kind of like bring that to the coaches. And I don't say, but y'all were saying I'm soft. I just just put it there. Like, yeah, no, you're, you're tough. You're playing with a broken hand. <laughs> y'all saying I'm soft. I've been playing with a broke hand for y'all. And it's like, I'm doing it because they said, they're like, no, Kim, you offer more than the team. I'm oh. like, okay. If you tell me that, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, like, don't tell me that because then I don't feel like I'm letting the team down. But yeah, like, exactly. Right. So I was like, man, it's like, so they told me that. So that's what happened that year. So I ended up finished. I ended up finishing that season. Well, I think I ended, started like the last, I forgot how, how many games it was, but I was shooting like 50 from like 50 from three, you know, like 50 from two. So and wait, it gets better. But next year. So now we're coming into my junior year. Um, I graduated this year, but junior year eligibility wise. Yeah. Um, so junior year, I start off. I think the first half of the season, I'm shooting sixty from the field. I'm shooting fifty from three. The whole, like the whole time, um, we go. This is the time we beat. Uh, we beat Wisconsin this year. Yep. We beat. Um. Uh, we beat Minnesota this year. We go to Notre Dame. I had twenty one versus Notre Dame. Um, I think we lost them by eight. But but you know, this is a great year. Yeah, you're after on you're on fire. You're beating it. You're destroying the Big Ten, and you're beating uh, Notre Dame, which is also like a big name school. So then I'm going up for and, and this was okay. I have to say this part. Okay, not cocky. I'm not cocky. I'm just a confident guy because I work hard. Yeah. Some of the background, some of the background in Milwaukee, we didn't have our own gym in Milwaukee, right? So for, if we wanted to get extra work in, we had to sneak in the gym at Milwaukee, really? like. Our gym closed at, I think, 10 o'clock, 10 or 11 o'clock. So if you want to stay there, we did have a private locker room. And we, it was like at the – the we used a gym at the um, – whatever the fitness center is, the, the the school fitness center is. That's the gym we used. Oh, wow. And they just, we just had our own private – kind of private gym when they let the bleachers out. But track went on. Like So while we were practicing, track was going on. You would have uh, – if the girls' basketball team had practice at the same time, they would have one of the little nets down. The girls' basketball team would be practicing. Um, <laughs> base, baseball would be in there sometimes. So that's what we did at Milwaukee. So wow. and and when the and when the gym closed, if you're in there, it kick everybody out. But since we had our private locker room, we would go back into our private locker room because none of the staff that worked there could come in there. You would wait till like eleven thirty, and then you would like and then you would you would start shooting in. But you had to watch if the cops were there because the cops would try to kick you out. So <laughs> I mean, we did, yes, we did it regularly. And when they came in, there was like, "Oh yeah, we on a team." Our coach said we could be here. <laughs> so, uh, half of it, half of it was true, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're just trying to get better, and and we even went to our AD. We went to the AD like, "Listen, we not we not asking y'all to let us go party. We like, can we have some extra hours in the gym? We y'all want us to win games. We said, can we have some extra hours in the gym?" Like, cause, and it's like, man, we can't, it's not like, okay, well, just get in there during your other times. There's always something going on. Like I said, uh, soccer would be like, everyone was in this gym (laughs) (laughs) and some nights and some nights, and this is the main court, you know how, um, like at Boston, you, they have the, the hockey arena and they have the on-campus gym. Yeah. 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 So, so ours is small, like the on-campus gym. Um, so this is the one I'm talking about. That's the one we practice at. We had to drive downtown. We, we played at the other gym, um, at the gym downtown, the old Bucks arena. Um, uh, it was called us cellular. Then they changed to Panther arena. We did. Never mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, never mind. It's not worth it. Uh, It's not worth it. It is not, but, um, what was I saying? Okay. So, so yeah, so we're sneaking in the gym and we're asking for extra hours. We wouldn't get them. So that was my story at Milwaukee. Like I would have to, I would, I would set my alarm for maybe like 10, 10.45 and just, and just make it in the gym. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to the, to the men's locker room. I'll go in there. They'll forget I'm in there. Um, and then I was, that's how we had to get our work in at Milwaukee. So 
it was a grind for us. <laughs> it was a grind for us. Like we didn't have like all the managers. Like when I got to the Big Ten, I'm like, you guys are spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I could have had access to this for four years and I wouldn't be an NBA player right now. <laughs> it's like you guys have managers that come and rebound at two in the morning. Okay, I can't say that because I did bug my managers. My <laughs> everywhere I go, man, Milwaukee, my I'm an honorary manager <laughs> because because I was around them and I would ask them for help so much, like just rebounding and stuff. Or like if they're doing laundry, they'll always see my clothes. They're like, Kim, is this your loop? I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go shoot. And, and they like kind of get an attitude with me like, look, we're trying to wash the clothes. <laughs> like, we're trying to wash the clothes, Kim. It's 11 o'clock. Go home. <laughs> so, um, so, but everywhere I went, my managers are great. I would bug, I mean, Saturday night, I'm like, listen, man, I know you might be about to go drink 30 minutes real fast. <laughs> 30 minutes, please. And and they were always pretty good with me. So, but sneaking in at Milwaukee. And, and then, so when we left, so we were all doing that. The players were doing that in Milwaukee. So for them to turn around and say, no, you guys can't go play postseason, because I think we, we didn't have we didn't have the NIT and we didn't have NCAA, but we had all of the other ones. Yeah. And we're like, and we're like, man, you know how hard we work here? Yeah, seriously. Like, we're a major team. And we got we sneaking in the gym, like, like we're not complaining about it, but it's like, okay, at least at least let us get our reward from this. Yeah, seriously. You guys, I mean, what you guys play in the tournament? I mean, that doesn't make sense, but I mean, that's not fair to you guys. You guys worked your butts off, and too bad they didn't know. Like, did they know that you guys were working your butts off that late? We told them, and then the cops would call them the next day when, when the days that they called us. So then they, <laughs> they should have let you guys play. That's tough. That's so, that sucks. <laughs> so that, that those are some of the mid-major stories. So, but but you know what, man? And so okay, so at Milwaukee. Because we had to, we had to work harder, honestly. So we only got so much time for practice. After that, we had to get off the court. They had badminton going on at night, so it's like it's not like we could have went during regular hours because during those hours it's badminton and, and indoor uh, froth or whatever is going on in here. It's like man, it's like what are y'all doing? It's like I have a scholarship here and I can't get better. It's like it's like it's, man, but. It was a grind, but you know what, man? And this is a, a big part of my story and everything. It goes back to what Coach P says, like, how are you okay? And I look back at, like, just going through that, and it's like I've always been a man of faith, and I've always, like, believed that God had me because when I was going through that, I never thought about it because I was so mission-focused. I was so focused on my mission. Like, I, I, I thought at times, like, look, man, I was complaining about the fact, like, can we get some extra gym time? But, like, the fact that we had to do it, I didn't complain about that. It's like, man, as long as we can get in here and y'all don't make the cops kick us out, like, we good. <laughs> and everything through the injuries. Like, that year when I was at Milwaukee, um, I ended up – I went up for a layup. And I, I couldn't take the Horizon League serious. Like, it, certain games I could. But other than that, it was like I always – it was hard to get motivated for some games. And – Especially that that last year because we were a really good team. We, we're you know how those older mid major teams are. <laughs> like yeah. we were, we were one of those older mid major teams that had been playing together for a while. Like we had games we would be losing. We would come in the huddle like, "Are you guys ready to play? All right, let's go." Like you know, and we we ran, we ran our stuff. Like we ran our sets well. We the plays that we hit on. Like we had. Plays for layups. If we decided to run it, we got a layup on it. You know, like if we, we were hitting on all cylinders. So sometimes it was hard for us to get motivated because we had a bunch of guys that should have went to bigger schools. Like Austin, Austin um, Arians, he ended up going to um, Wake Forest uh, when, when we all went after that happened. That year we all left. He ended up going to Wake Forest. Jordan Johnson ended up going to uh, UNLV. That was our point guard. So we we're the three. We're the three leading scorers returning, and we all left. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so we all left after, yeah, after, after that happened. Um, Jordan ended up starting at UNLV. I ended up going to uh, Minnesota, ended up starting. And then Austin did this thing at um, Wake Forest. But it was a grind, and we kept throwing through it. And so when Coach asked me that, I didn't know at the time. It's like, man, it's like I've been, I've been having faith this whole time. I've been believing in something bigger than me this whole time. So – I know this hurt right now, but I just know I'm not done yet. And that's been my, my whole story. And I was back playing in the G League 
at seven months out of Achilles. Wow. Like, and I don't think people really understand that. Like, soon as soon as these guys get these Achilles injuries, they're like twelve months. <laughs> yeah, usually it takes about like a year or two to like recover that, from Achilles. They're like twelve months. That's the first thing they say. I was back playing in seven in the G League. This is my first time as a pro. I had never out for anybody. I didn't go to any tryouts. Like I was in Minnesota rehabbing. Like so, for, so a month before I left, I wasn't even here. It's like it's like I, I'm like man. So I, I G League, but I could shoot though, and that's what and that's what I tried to tell. I'm like, listen, guys, like I'm making shots, but I can't slash or do anything because I'm seven months out of Achilles. But I looked at it like this is my this is my, these are my red shirt time. I gave myself two years to get to the NBA because I said this, this is my red shirt time. I'm like, I'm going I'm going to learn a game. I'm going to be around the G League. So I was always around the G League for a little bit. Now, that was cool. I was around the G League and then I spent time training. Um, both both of my G League seasons, so I would be around it, just learning stuff, being around the coaches, learning ter- terminologies. Like it was good when I get to uh, when we got to be in NBA arenas, like picking the, picking those guys' brain. I was always one of the one guys went to the coaches like, okay, break this down for me, or if they or if they told me I did something wrong, I'm like, okay, well show me, you know. So I like because that's what I knew these last two years were that for me. Like these are my red shirt years. I'm gonna show you guys I can still shoot, but I'm here learning because I know I'm a, I, I I play point guard. And now everybody is seeing that. I went to a camp in L.A. Um, and I played point. It was coached by uh, former Lakers. Um, and it was like in, uh, G League guys and overseas guys. And that was my first camp just playing point the whole time. Everyone had me at a two. But that was my first time playing po- uh, point the whole time. And they just saw, like, I'm the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, people can't help off me. But I'm – and. I can I can score because I've been playing the shooting guard for so long, but I play the point guard, and that's great because we we live in a league with the Steph Currys and the Russell Russell Westbrooks. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> the James Harden's of the world, so the point guard can score. Yes, so that's allowed. <laughs> so that's a lot of it. That's basketball for me, and now we're getting ready. I've been talking to teams. Um, to wrap up the basketball side of stuff. So I've been talking to teams, you know, but I'm doing it without an agent. That's the other thing that's unique about me. And I'm doing it without an agent because the agents don't know my story. They don't know that, no, I've been NBA ready for a long time. Like, I've been getting ready for the NBA since I was in high school and not just saying like, oh, basketball. I mean the business side of the NBA. Like I'm already doing the foundation and stuff. I'm just waiting for the NBA to help me out a little bit so I can, you know, that's yeah. what, like, man, NBA, I, I, I want the NBA's platform so I can go out and I can do the stuff that I want to do that I'm passionate about, like help kids. I made sure the talent was there. I was putting in the time. So my talent there. So they want, but teams kind of want me to have an agent and that's fine. But it's like, I, I don't need an agent. You guys want me to have an agent because for what? I'm I'm business of I have a degree. I'm not one of these kids that came out early. I took my time. I you know, I'm 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 six credits away from a master's. You yeah. know, like I'm I'm I, I started my own business. Like, I have my own company. Um I'm like I said, I'm doing my foundation. So I don't need an agent. Like if I if I decide to have somebody do that for me when the time comes, that's cool. But right now I don't need an agent. No, no. Yeah, you're a smart guy. So you know what you're doing and you understand like the business savvy of everything. And I'm sure you, you can read a contract and understand like, what's <laughs> right? everything like that. It's, you know, especially that you have your own business, which is absolutely wild, too. And you're trying to become an NBA player, like, you know, trying to get in with a team. That's that says a lot about you as a person. Right. Right. I appreciate that. I mean, but it's just like I, I, like I said, I had plans. Like when I went into I went into my course at um at minnesota my um youth development course that's what i majored in um um so i went into my course and like what you want to do and i had my plan i like i want a facility i want a foundation i want it to be where players and whatever you do like if you're if you want to be this like how they have um trade schools i'm like i want this to be like the after school trade school but for whatever if you play the violin we got pros 
coming in, teaching you how to play a violin. If you play basketball, obviously. If you play any sport, obviously. But if you want to do engineering, come here. Come work with some. Come 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 learn from the real engineers as like a kind of after school thing. So we can so we can teach these people like going into college like no let's start getting you ready for what you really want to do so going into college you might have a better feel because I see so much how they tell a story okay this guy changed his major this many times okay well let's have him start working on something a little early yeah you know so and now and that and that was a kind of big thing for me and I, I'm just passionate about kids at all levels so a place that they come and really um this is what I'm tomorrow like on why I'm so excited because. We get to talk about foundation. I went to the NBA. I'm like, listen, man, <laughs> uh, I've been ready to do this for a while. So if y'all want, if y'all want somebody to go put the NBA up some foundations up, I got some places already. Like I already got buildings ready. Like, you know, I, I got acres ready. Like I'm ready for it. So if you guys want to spread out and want to keep giving, you got a guy that's willing to do that while he's a player. That's 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 amazing. First of all, the idea is amazing because I think. Kids at 18 asking us to come in, like asking any kid at 18 to decide what they want to do is the toughest thing without any experience. So they're always going to change a major. And for you to be that passionate about it and want to do it on every level, just like that's that's a great that's a great idea. I, I love it. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're uh, honestly you I'm probably. I'm gonna say this. I'm like your biggest fan right now because oh, I appreciate you. Man. You are a hardworking person. I love your attitude and everything that you have going for you and your heart and your passion. Just tells you what tells. I'm like when people listen to this, tells you what kind of person that you are. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're a good. You're a good. You're a good guy, and you have a lot going for you. And I appreciate it, but man, it's all. But it's just. I just I saw my process and my process didn't make me cold. It just gave me a, a lot to think about, like um, like with exposure with exposure for these different people. I, I, I got so many ideas that I can do. And like I said, like the NBA is definitely my goal. But and they would help one. I think of basketball as an art. Right. So it's just like I think of it as my instrument. And what I mean is when I play the violin, I'm not competing against other violinists. I'm trying to make sure I play my violin so well that when these other violinists that they say are good come around, they're like, but his? Yeah, you can tell he worked on his a lot. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's, how I, that's how I think about basketball. So it's like, listen, it's like, do I need it? I'm like, no, I don't need basketball, but I'm good at it. And I took time to master this thing. And it's a platform, but I'm man, I'm gonna keep going regardless. So like, um, um, until like until the, until it happens, like I'm still going. Like I'm still working. Like I wasn't gonna wait till I got to the NBA to start helping people. Um, it's just, and now that I'm getting closer, it's like I'm happy I did it because now I know when I get it, it's like oh, look, man, y'all ain't gotta worry about me going broke. I already know where the money going. <laughs> you already know. You already have a backup plan. You're already good to go. Yeah, I'm. Y'all don't have to worry about it. Y'all NBA cares. Y'all just y'all just send some um some flyers. I'm gonna have the events ready. Y'all make sure I put some stuff up that say NBA cares on it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, Keith. Well, I I can't. I'm gonna we'll uh, wrap it up here. But right, cool. I I can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh. You're absolutely awesome. Your energy is great. You're a passionate person, and uh, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you know. I hope Wednesday goes well for you, and uh, I, you know, I hope an, uh, NBA any NBA team that passes up you would be dumb to pass up on you. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Let me know when you um finish it. Um, you want to send me a, a link whenever you post it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll send you a link. I'll uh, I'll even I'll text it to you, and I will uh, I will send you a link, and then if you want to share it, share it. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll keep we'll keep in touch for sure. Yeah, definitely. If you need anything, um, or if you're like looking for other stories, um, just hit me about anything, and if I can help you, use me like that. Like, hey, you got anything? Just use me like that. Because if I know someone, um, nothing hurts them. And if we're helping you grow, like, you know, that's always positive. Also, I appreciate. Wow, that's huge. I appreciate that. That's big time. Bro. <laughs> All right, Akeem. Well, you have a good rest of your night, and I'll uh, talk to you soon. All right, have a good one. All right, bye-bye.
All right, that was my interview with Akeem Springs. Awesome interview with Akeem. A lot of fun. He had a lot of great stories to tell. I hope you guys enjoyed it out there. I know I enjoyed it. I hope I can get Akeem back on again. Hopefully around basketball season. It'll be a lot of fun to have him on. Talk about basketball and talk about this Minnesota Golden Gophers. And maybe we can analyze some games like that. It'll be a lot of fun to have him back on. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That does it for today's episode. On the next episode of Court Vision, I have a really, really big guest on again. Uh, I can't really give too much away, but I can give one thing away. He did play for URI, and he's also an NBA free agent. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and look forward to the next episode. Have a great weekend.